let me give it, let me do it like it's a song. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Waste my time. Yeah, hey. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an installment of Indecisive Opinions, the Lurking Class podcast. Indecisive Opinions featuring Lurking Class, your favorite rock and roll band. I'm just here to, you know, get you guys to watch the movies. Uh, <laughs> well, there, there's plenty of them out there already, and all of them, in anyone's opinion, are important to some degree. I just think, um, and, and you guys may agree, that the, the problem is choosing which ones to watch. You know, my friend is telling me to watch this one. The local critic's telling me to watch that one. I can't miss this one. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. I, I mean, I'm kind of wondering who to listen to. The cast of movies I've gotten to know really well, Burger Krieg Productions, we are Lurking Class, the punk rock band sweeping the nation sweeping from upstate nation. New York, sweeping certain areas with a broom. Um, I am Mike, uh, no drum roll necessary because I'm in control of that and I don't feel like giving myself one. And with me is the always... Me- oh wow, that was just, <laughs> just decent from the string players that I string along with me. That's that's Joey. Say hi, Joey. Yes, sir. What is up? Hi, that's Joey. Hello, and we also have the four-string master Lou Smith with us. What's up, Lou? Hey, hey. Hey, we are here. Uh, by this point in time, you may be able to find our EP. Of the band we are in, Lurking Class, it's a it's a real band, mm-hmm. and we have we have stuff. We got we got Bandcamp. You can get on there. You can create a page. You can support us. You'll look cool and have your picture there, or you can go to the streaming sites: Apple, Spotify, fucking Deezer, Amazon Music, MySpace, fucking Pandora, man. Fucking bring- MySpace. We gotta. I'm pretty sure that's one of them. Like it's everywhere. It's just all those streaming places. Anywhere that has a little trickle of water. That's a stream joke about flows of water. Um, and uh, yeah, get, give it a give it a like. Give us a listen. Follow us on Instagram. Get all that news. And uh, possibly also at this point in time, since we pre-record everything, you may have heard an episode or two of this podcast already. So go give us a follow and a like on all those Spotify, Apple podcast apps, wherever you listen to your things. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's, and that's us. And and here we are doing another one. It's, it's so much fun. We, <laughs> I, so you can really have a lot it, of fun. Like <laughs> it's so much fun. You can tell. I'm doing my businessman Kevin Connolly for our boy Ephraim Queens right now. I'm pulling out the full on Marcus Parks, getting all those. Were those were those did I do some good plugs? Did I just fill up all the outlets with those plugs? I, I think so, man. Yeah. I think, you hit, I think you hit everything on the head. That was a few power strips worth of plugs. That's you that's you guys when you plug in. That was um, uh, 
well done. Uh, uh, yeah, we did. We did a live stream recently. Uh, that was fun from my buddies in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch and the old band Lame. Uh, quite a blast. You can find that on YouTube if you want. It's in the archives. Oh, Check yeah. out us with masks on and stuff. Oh, and um, masks on, by the way. We did what? We had fun. It's hard to sing with a mask on, but it was yeah. like one of the best. <laughs> It was one of the best live streams I've ever done. It was our like <laughs> second official real show. Yeah. Where probably the realest one where a lot of people actually saw it as opposed to like five of our friends being huddled in a in a big Very room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's a uh, it's great. We're we're in, we're in a band and the band is called Lurking Class and this is our podcast Indecisive Opinions. Thanks to Bugger Krieg oh, yeah. for doing all their things that they do, which is basically just Lou. So thanks. <laughs> good job, Lou. Hey, man. Team player. I do what I can. Team player. I do what I can. He's a, he's a good guy. Check out check out all of Lou's podcasts that he does. There's a couple, or there's one. 15 there's... Minutes of Fame. <laughs> Those are good. There's a good one. He's got he's got he's got a lot of dudes that we played with in our old bands. Uh. A lot of cool connections that we were like, we're not going to lose these cool people when our other band fucking disappeared, not at mine and Lou's choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so got to keep them around. Yeah. I think that's pretty, pretty rad. Uh, other than that, would you like to introduce what we're doing today, Lewis? Absolutely. So, and, and just to build on that comment too, like, um, yes, anything I missed. No, 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 that was perfect. One of the main things that I I wanted to kind of launch that to is, um, you know, maintain connections that that were bridged uh, while while that while that band was still active, but also build new ones. And um, I've slowly starting to do that. And, you know, one of the main reasons, too, is, um, you know, once things if things return to some sort of normalcy um, to just continue to build those relationships, you know, playing and various areas and and putting together putting continue to put together shows and stuff like that so that's kind of the that's the main goal but uh but today i'm very excited um i it took me a a minute to land on this choice but i'm glad that i did so i apologize that it was very difficult for you guys to find i know joey uh thought he didn't own it or didn't know he owned it but turned out he (laughs) did own it um, Not for I, me. I, I find that the most amusing. Where I'm like, dude, I, I can find anything. I'm a, I'm a savant on the streaming sites. And then Joey's just like, oh no, guys, I can't find it. And 24 hours later, oh, I think I own it. And I'm just like, you big, dumb, beautiful, smart <laughs> bastard. So I, I decided to choose. I decided to choose the, uh, the 2015 uh, M Night Shyamalan uh, classic, The Visit. Um, which is a very, I, I have a lot of history with this movie and I had seen it when I was kind of scrolling through Hulu and I was like, I'm just going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. That's a good one. Give it a whirl. Yeah. Give it a whirl. <laughs> what uh, a it's, it's, it, it's Shamal. It's Shamalan, dude. Like later it's, you know, Shamalan, everyone knows, everyone knows who he is mm-hmm. from 20 ish years ago from the sixth sense, if not from signs. And the village, the village, yeah, and fucking un- unbreakable mm-hmm. and split glass, all the ones in those series. You know who he is. This is one of the most recent ones. So, if you like what he's already done, you're not gonna think about it. You're gonna be like, oh, yeah, all right, fuck it, let's watch this. 
so I, I wanted to ask both of you, and Joey, I'll ask you first. Is this a comedy or is this a horror movie? <laughs> what is your what is your uh, hot take on this, Joey? Yeah, Joey, you answer well, first, bitch. Deal with it. Oh, man, that's a hard <laughs> question because, I mean. Deal there with was, it. There was. Nice. I, fuck. Joey there likes to say deal with it. Movie. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of things in this. Uh, in the there's a lot of scenes in this movie that were very comical. When it, when it comes to poop, <laughs> <laughs> poop is funny. In case and, uh, you guys out there didn't know, poop's funny. And, and, poop is funny. And old people going crazy. Also funny. Hilarious. I mean, <laughs> pretty hilarious. Yes or no? So, yeah, yeah, it's a yes, yes or no. no. It's a yes or no. <laughs> yes or no, bitch. No. Wait, wait. Let me get the question again. Is Did it... you think it was more horror or more comedy, basically? Like, what was your blend? If you got to do, uh, like, a 60-40 or 50-50, 50 cent? I think it was, honestly, mm -hmm. it was, I think it was kind of a thriller. I think, I don't really think it was that much of a horror movie as much as it was just, like, kind of flashy scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To kind of see, I think it was kind of a comedy too. I mean, I, I think it was more of a comedy, honestly. There's yeah. a reason. There's a reason that I'm asking each of you this because I want to share with you my experience with this. So anyway, so so do I, do I get to go? Yes, next? of course. <laughs> I think as a as a somewhat fan of Shyamalan, due to him just freaking me out when I was a young child because I'm a '90s I'm a '90s boy, so. I was raised, not like I was raised on, but like Sixth Sense came out when I was like fucking six years old. So it's just like I could have been Haley Joel Osment if my parents wanted to bring me to Hollywood and like actually pursue my acting that was probably phenomenal at that point in time. I think I was I was really good, but it's freaky. Then Science came out and that that can't lie. That kind of scared me when I was younger. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Don't ask me. I'm fucking 10 years old. Or eleven, whatever Dude, it was, two thousand one. Science still, science still holds up. We just watched Dude, it. Dude, like, like, it's yeah. Dude, it does it not? Does it not? Still, still holds hold up. up. It holds up. Like the, Shyamalan, he knows what he's doing. Same thing with signs. That's why I'm mentioning that to show, not to show I'm a big fat pussy. That's why I like horror movies. I I do want to be scared. Believe it or not, if I'm going into this slasher film, I want to be scared. So signs. It's a building suspense is like what I like to say, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's it doesn't necessarily start off slow. You just get bits and pieces of stuff. You get the whole situation with um, figuring out what the deal is with Mel Gibson's wife, who is clearly not around and is probably dead. And you get like those installments, just like the quick and the dead uh, kind of situation, uh, you know, with uh, with. Lieutenant Dan, the dad, you know, it's a uh, you're slowly piecing things together. That's in my mind, that is an essential like Shyamalan feature. So this this one is good because you're right, Joey. It's not full on like comedy or horror. You know, there's no like deaths, gruesome shit like that. Just like one lady hanging in a field with the I mean, noose around her neck. Classic dabbing scene at the end of it. Yeah, I mean, they don't, you know, for me, that's tame because they don't really show it. You know, me yeah. and you, we're, we're huge Precise slasher fans. Part. Yeah, there's no fucking Jason putting a machete through your chest and then cutting it out. Like, come on. No dead alive, I, damn it. I'm yeah, <laughs> No dead alive, no gore, obscene, obscene, 
excessive amounts of fucking Evil Dead-esque gore. There's none of that. I think it's a classic Shamlam because it does have the comedic elements. It does have the creepily, like, what the fuck is going on elements. And I think uh, it's also pretty obvious to say classic Shyamalan giving you a nice little twist at some point towards the end of it. I uh, I don't want to say I didn't see it coming. It was just more so of I thought maybe he was he was this is a later movie. He wasn't going to do a twist, you know? I thought it was going to get more straightforward. And uh, I would say it's like a 65, 35% uh, thriller suspense type of horror style with the 35% like comedy because uh, the that, that, that one kid, like, I mean, both the kids are great, obviously. Elevates the whole Katie movie. Perry. Child, <laughs> Katy Perry. Fucking, <laughs> oh, I, sh- I shouldn't say fucking. That's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. Like, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain. Yeah. I was like, I have that written in the timeline for my notes. I wrote down like, uh, where the where the fuck is it? Where am I right now? Something like re- replaces swear words with pop pop singers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote that down in my notes too. Yeah, just I, that that's what I do. I write down all the random like shit that I find like that. Um, so there's clearly comedic elements in it. And uh, and Catherine Hahn like playing a normal like lady. She's fucking great in everything, dude. She's so mm-hmm. funny, and she's just like the random not there character in this movie. And uh, still, still great. That's what I thought. Like sixty five, thirty five. I suppose okay. you're not getting a yes or no from me. That's fine. So the reason I'm a that I'm fan. The reason I'm asking or that I asked both of you this is because. So I'm I'm gonna set the stage here very quickly for nice, you. Nice, Joey. Nice. I. <laughs> I saw this movie in theaters twice. And the first time, we, we I may really? or may not have been around marijuana use, but we went and we missed like the first 15 <laughs> minutes of the movie. And Wait a minute. So get this, what? get this, get this. We missed the first. There's fi- no way you were smoking in a car outside fucking the mall or something. And then dude, you're no like, oh, way. Oh, oh, shit, dude, we missed. The actually, intro. that's actually that's exactly what that's like exactly what it was. Shopping Town Mall in Syracuse. So. <laughs> so so <laughs> just, just, re- just replace it with Crossgates or Colony and you have my entire junior and senior year of high school. So we we missed we missed the first like 15 minutes of the movie and we go in and the the dude working the door is like you guys like missed like the f- first good part of this movie. Are, do you still want to go in? And we're like yeah, 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 of course. Okay, so the theater was packed. <laughs> dude, the theater was packed, mind you. Instant paranoia. So, so it's it was instant paranoia. We, we sit down, whatever. We're watching this, dude. So the first scene when we see like the the grandmother like vomit in the hallway. Remember, she's like, I gotta go get these cookies, sneak <laughs> yeah. out of my room, dude. Yeah. The the entire theater is laughing, and it's not just us. Huh. I was thinking like, oh, we're you know we're stoned or whatever. For the rest yeah. of the movie, for the rest of the movie, dude, it was like. Everyone's laughing at everything. So it was weird because we left and we're like, was that a comedy? Like, uh-huh. it, it, because we weren't, yeah, you're, you giggle at the, the, the thing that, where he changes yeah, the pop true. princess names and all that shit. But like, so, th- so get this. <laughs> so we go back a second time. We're like, I got to see this. Like, I need to know. I, is this, are, did we, were we just high? You know, like, was this actually like funny? Dude, we go so back. You're sober, or you're not on weed. You're on like DMT or something. I I think we <laughs> just I, I smoked meth and went. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, we were up for four days on a meth bender no. and then went. <laughs> no, no, no. So we go we yeah. go in a second time, 
and dude it's the same thing the theater's packed and people are laughing so and we are too like so what i think it was is i believe that this was unintentionally funny for the wrong reasons but i think it's more of like uncomfortable laughing like this like the (laughs) scenarios are so weird that it's like that's how that's how we were interpreting it like this is fucked up but it's funny fucked up like and i'm not talking the ending with the big reveal and like the stabbing like that obviously was very like more more beginning and middle jokes little things just the whole like not little joke things well like the like sh- her throwing up and such right in the scratching on the door scratching bare ass naked na- like dude so that that's the perfect comparison though is because you see that and the way the camera just sits on it for like seven seconds is very like blair witch you know like documentary style because of how the whole movie's being filmed but then when they close the door the little kids just like Becca, I am blind, Dude. and it's just, and, and then it's funny. It's funny. It's yeah. the, it's the setup. It's relief. He, yeah, like he's realizing that he's giving setups to something that could be interpreted as funny, and then gives it a funny punchline, and that's why I think the common man watching it or woo man are gonna just be like, nah, kid, that kid, he's good, he's quick, that yeah. kid's quick on his I, feet. I just think it was, I think you know? it was unintentionally funny, but. Not. It was like the first time people saw Evil Dead, same reception, but it's not outright laughter. It's like, <laughs> dude, two packed theaters were fucking la- like everyone was laughing. And I was just talking about this the other day. Like, I've only had that happen a handful of times where like everyone in the theater, like I went and saw Borat opening night. Everyone's dying. I went and saw Anchorman, Wedding Crashers, like The Hangover. Like those were big movies yep, where like everyone was laughing. I was old enough for that one. Everyone yep. was uh, laughing. Pineapple Express. Oh, yeah, yeah. The end. Dude, so Super it's bad. like. I'm just naming all the Seth Rogen ones now. So th- this was <laughs> one of those movies where it was like, dude, legit. Whole theater dying. I've, it was so weird because it was like, this doesn't seem like we should be laughing at this, <laughs> but here we yeah, are. Not, not having seen it in theaters, I would think that. I also might have done the same exact thing where I watched it twice and one time was stoned and not stoned. And uh, from being alone in my abode during quarantine, it was definitely a little funnier maybe the one time. is This is just like we're doing a super high me experiments right now. Like Doug Benson would, would love us. Cause that's it. We just watched the movie stone and then not stone, but you did the same thing. You're in the same environment. Mm-hmm. Like you went and saw it in a theater both times. I sat here by myself in my <laughs> house and watched it both times. And we still have slightly different outcomes. And mm-hmm. that's why I said the 65, 35%. Cause like, yeah, when I was, uh, it's a little more funny when you're stoned. It's kind of what it's there for not not that often you know but it's weed's legal now guys so be be good be good about it (laughs) (laughs) thanks waiting for your input no i'm just i'm just kidding uh the second time it's not like i was like oh this isn't funny it's just like i'm i'm more focused on like the other aspects of it i suppose if i was around a bunch of people laughing though i'd be laughing what yeah it was it was strange too because like I, I feel like when this came out too it was like kind of post found footage like the heyday of found footage movies like this kind of came later 
Um, because you got to think, oh, like, yeah. you know, Cloverfield had already been out. Blair Witch already yep. been out. Like you, mm-hmm. you have all the, the classic examples like this was kind of late to the party. But yeah, I don't know, dude. It's for whatever reason, it was just like weirdly effective because when you really take a step back and I think that's maybe why I found it so entertaining and why I picked it is because we are seeing the complete breakdown of grandparents that are not grandparents that murdered people and they're fucking basically their meds are wearing off over the course of a week and like when you really think about that like that's fucking fucked up like these kids are being held against their will like yeah being these kids in the situation is not enjoyable at all it was insane it's just it sucks to be them (laughs) I, i could only imagine what it'd be like to be in their shoes Oh. And their dad already like left, so, yeah. you know. They barely have parents like as it is. Dad was like, "Fuck this, kids." Oh. Little do you know. Mm-hmm. Little do you know, he's a a guy. I don't want to say. I don't want to say the twist yet. So. Oh yeah. Oh, you're, he's, he's gonna jump right into the Shyamalan <laughs> classic. The old it's, twist. It's not like. It's not like there's a bunch though. There's like two or three, and then I mean, there's like two or three total including like the one the like biggest one at the end i suppose yeah i I got a few things like in my timeline though but it's funny obviously you mentioned the style of filming i think that for sure i didn't know that going into it and then i remember because previews you know it's like five or six years ago 2015 Mm -hmm. uh we're not playing a game with that knowledge i guess so i do remember watching this movie back then though yeah you weren't even a (laughs) full-on child anymore at that point Nah, I was like 15, 16. Wait, Joey. Yeah. yeah Joey, you watched you, you watched the DVD today, right? And last night. Did and you Did you see it in in theaters like back then? No, or no, you no. just remember you just remember hearing no. about D- it, right? Did your do you so do you own it on Blu-ray or DVD? Uh DVD. So did you skip the previews? Or did uh, you watch the previews? Only, There's a reason it, I, I, There's. it just goes to the movie. <sighs> So no no the That's reason I asked the reason I I ask is like um when I did a rewatch in preparation for this um I like watching previews because I'm weird but like dude there's a, <laughs> there's a Tremors five <laughs> preview it was just awesome I was just wondering if really? you yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, bloodlines yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't own it on the I own it on a CD mm. you know or like no. DVD I got you. DVD. But anyway, um, so yeah, so basically the setup of this movie, in a nutshell, there's two kids, they haven't met their grandparents, their mom is sending them to stay with their grandparents, the mom has this weird history where they left, they haven't spoken in years. They're Catherine go- Hahn. Catherine Hahn, uh, a Walmart sales associate, if I'm not mistaken, was her job uh, in in the film. She's getting ready to go on a Royal Caribbean cruise. <laughs> yes. Um, the kids She's got are- a normie job, they aren't well off. <laughs> For the lifetime. <laughs> Dude. Is just jo- this is just Joey's job. Is that why? <laughs> Joey, you can go on a cruise. It's possible. Dude, I totally could. I could go on a Royal Caribbean cruise. It's been my dream the whole time. Ever since I started working at Price Chopper, I've only ever wanted to go on a Royal Caribbean cruise. I see your end game. Dude, yeah, I, I see. All, that's all I wanted. That's the only reason I work at Price Chopper. I have gone on a Royal Caribbean cruise when I was a what? young child. Was it cool? That was, my, that was one of the things my parents were like, we're going to do this. 
Yeah, I mean, it was cool for being a 12-year-old and not knowing anybody but your sister who's 16 and wants to sit around and tan all day. If, if, <laughs> if I was a little older or just had, like, my one cousin with me, like, it would have been a fucking blast. 100%. Was it if a... I was, like, 19, I would have been trying to get drunk the whole time, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have worked, and would have been in the casino losing the $100 I had at the time, probably. But, like, dude, if we went, like, somehow, like, us, or, like, even, like, fucking you and Hannah and me and Joey fucking tagged along as stowaways, like, we would all have a fucking blast. We went to Jamaica. Oh, shit. That and, sounds like, awesome. Hey, hey, fucking dude, I, third time I went to, to Mexico. Like, a Caribbean island or some shit. See, uh, Ocho Rios is is super great, and then the Cayman Islands was awesome because it was the year we swam with like the stingrays, and I'm talking nine months after Steve Irwin was killed. Oof. So like, oh, yeah. So there's pictures of me and my dad just like holding a stingray, and it's just like this doesn't happen to people. He is the rarest, unfortunate yeah. exception. A beautiful man gone too early. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen because we're with a whole fucking ship of people who can choose like one of four options when you get to the city for each day so there's clearly like almost a hundred people out at this little like sun bar thing or whatever they call them them like two miles off the coast just flatland stingrays i was just like good i'm having this recall or else i would have shut up like a minute ago (laughs) it's uh yeah let's do it guys let's fucking go on a cruise (laughs) if katherine hahn's there too i'll be stoked there's something about a hairy chest competition at some point yeah do you you (laughs) not do you really derailed the whole entire movie for me because i was just like this exists and how do i get into it because i might not win but i'll be close because there is a lot of hair on my chest in places that are not where, where you want them sometimes. But, man, especially if Catherine Hahn's there. Did I say that? You did. Oh. It's okay. She, she's funny and nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so basically the setup is they're they're going to stay with these people and we know we we don't know anything about them they don't even know what they look like all they know is they volunteer at this hospital that's all that we're told if i'm not mistaken we don't learn until later on that it's like a mental facility right like shady yeah. oak or whatever it is shady yeah i think it is like yeah, shady meadowbrook oak. farms so we don't know exactly what they do um but the daughter is essentially filming something to show her mom. She's filming a documentary. So it's kind of this movie, you know, documentary within a movie, you know, that's happening simultaneously. But we get all of the, you know, we get all the unedited footage, essentially. That's what we see. And at one point, the, the kid also, T-Diamond Stylus, also gets himself a camera that he utilizes. Um yeah, that's the first thing I wrote down was documentary style filming with like cameras and phones, laptops, etc. Like it's all that type of shit. She's she's got like two legit cameras. It looks like that we see, mm-hmm. kind of, or it's the one that the that the brothers carry into, you know. Which uh, which I almost even find more impressive too that it's like for for being like you know the found footage type vibe. It's like, if that was just shot with two cameras, like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's it pr- probably was. It is around that time where they would, um, like, three years, four years later is when they did the one 
John Cho movie that was like 100% filmed on with an iPhone camera and it was like a legitimate film like released like same type of horror like concept thing but uh everyone's doing that now it's the same as like you said it's not in the heyday of mm-hmm. that style exactly but it's trying to do it in the different direction like hey iPhone cameras are like the shit right now why don't we just film a movie on it then, dude? Uh, okay. <laughs> and so that's why there's like fucking 10 in the last year or two alone, probably. But this movie was about six or so years ago from the time we are discussing this and people are hearing it more than likely. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Like we're getting all that information, like the plot or the starting of the plot based on like the, the one daughter just kind of like filming the mom, Catherine Hahn, and she, like, mentions stuff like that, and I'm pretty sure she mentions how, like, their dad left at some point. So it's just the mom, and so she wants to go on this vacation, and there's nobody, there's nobody else around to do it. And she definitely, like, mentions how she hasn't seen her parents in, like, uh, uh, 20 years? Almost 20 yeah, it was, years? Yeah, it was something so, like that. I think that. something like that, like, literally cut off all ties with them. Like, Shit went down. This mm-hmm. is foreshadowing 101, my children. If you're not picking up on it by now, just keep watching, I guess. I don't actually have any advice. Just keep watching it because it's, it's cool. And uh, and uh, I, I think there's a lot of, like, silly little fuck-ups in this, too, because right when they arrive, like, at the grandparents' place, you know, air quotes or whatever, uh, they don't have any, like, luggage with them, and then suddenly they do, and it's just like, what What are you doing on that train? Is there, like, a fucking butler guy? Yeah. Like, is there a, is there a Rob Schneider in Home Alone 2 there just waiting to, like, wheel your stuff up? You know, I don't think that's how trains work. This is, like, an Amtrak. <laughs> I, I looked it up. It's, like, an Amtrak in, like, Philadelphia. Okay, brother. Want to go get some fucking cream cheese? It was it was Pennsylvania that they somewhere in, yeah, yeah maybe not Philly but Pennsylvania it's Amtrak I've seen some signs and shit so uh um so they're with they're with Nana and Papa Pop Pop Wanna, wanna. <laughs> Nana and Pop Pop Pardon me Dude Pop, Pop Joey what was uh out of out of as the star the, as the story starts to unravel. Um, you know, the, the big, I think the first initial reveal is the vomiting at night. What for you, was there any parts that, cause like there's definitely some cringy, like the whole thing with like the kid rapping and stuff, like it's goofy, oh, like, blah, yeah, blah, 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 but like <laughs> in the camera. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, the ladies are going to love that. There's some candy for the ladies or whatever he says. Yeah. Well, I just keep thinking <laughs> like maybe if I actually liked rap, it would be like more adorable, but since like. I'm a fucking punk rocker. Uh, I thought it was. I think yeah, <laughs> not exactly. Just like not. I don't want to hear it from a little white kid, you know. I think I think want to hear it from DMX and Snoop. Hell yeah, Eminem. Hell yeah, love DMX. I you know exactly. I, think, I love all of them. I think I think the big thing with this Psychos movie too Hill. is like. Yeah, Wu Tang. Wu Tang, dude, I'm wearing a Wu Tang <laughs> shirt right now, literally. Um, oh, I, that ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> so I like that one, the yellow and black, the Batman one. Dude, well, the one I have is actually it's a it's a Bad Brains. Another one? It's a Bad Brains like ripoff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, it's the yellow oh, one. What? Yeah, it's a it's like the band in DC cover, but it, instead it says like 
Wu Tang on the top. I'll I'll send you a picture of it. I think oh, I know. I believe cool. Mike has seen it, but I don't think of. Yeah, I I know now. Dude, it's... my actually my speaking of which, shout out to to my other friend Mike. Um, dude, he bought me this. He bought me this like it's called. <laughs> you guys know Krang from Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. Krang. The, the, so he it's it's Krang, but in the shape of the Wu Tang logo, and it's like it's called it's a Wu Wu Krang <laughs> shirt. So it's a, <laughs> it's dude, it's fucking sick because it's right on your chest where Krang sits. Yes. Like you know. So anyway, that's not as cheesy. It's, it's, that's it, good. It's pretty wild. <laughs> I, a couple of things about this. It's PG thirteen. So automatically, when I see yeah. that there's a horror movie or a thriller movie and it's PG thirteen, I'm automatically skeptical because it's like. There's only so much you, you can do. But there's only so much you can do. Um, but I I think they I think M. Night Shyamalan did it right because he knew his audience. He knew just kind of what to pepper in there to make it still kind of creepy. Because there's definitely moments still in this movie, like even the, during the rewatch, it didn't scare me, but it creeped me out. Like finding yes. finding a shed full of shitty diapers is disgusting. Yep. <gasps> Katy Perry, <laughs> dude. But, oh my gosh, Katy Perry, Katy Perry, Katy Perry. <laughs> even even that sequence, like when they're under the deck and like the grandmother's crawling after him, like. It, oh yeah, that's just so it's, weird. It's weird. I think that's what dude, it is. The way she's like running. You're telling me this is normal. It's like an animal. You know what it reminded yeah. me of? It reminded Very me of something. It, it reminded me of something you'd see in like you know the Asian horror films where they have like the the things like w- crawling around like people will crawl all weird and disjointed oh, yeah. and, and shit like a drudge or the ring or something Daringu. exactly <laughs> though that's that's kind of what it reminds and and again it's not that it's scary it's just creepy it's weird it's weird it's creepy. yeah and even the subtle shit where like the grandfather like remember that they walk in on the grandfather who's cleaning the gun and the gun's literally in his mouth like weird yeah. shit like that. I'm just cleaning like, it. I'm just cleaning I'm just, it. Don't worry. I'm just cleaning it. Oh. Yeah, he justifies I was the just shit out of it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's that's what I think adds to like the the weirdness of this movie is that it's like it's not and that's also the thing that like he does Emily Shyamalan's done well in I would say both in Signs and The Village where it's like y- your your mind freaks yourself out, right? In The Village yeah. the big reveal, you know, the twists and everything and the creatures even like signs the big reveals at the end and you finally see the fucking aliens but up until that point in the same sense with this is it's like i am like really creeped out that these kids are have really no idea until the last day you know where same as the audience we're figuring it out just like the kids are that's always a super fun aspect in a movie Mm -hmm. so you know what is on you know what i thought was weird but is when they when the kids actually discover it's that they're not the grandparents and the, the mom, mom tells just, them and the mom's like those aren't your grandparents and then just pauses she doesn't really seem that worried and then all of a sudden she's like calling the cops yeah 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 i her, yeah I, I just gotta say her acting right there she didn't really seem that worried <laughs> i thought i i, I thought that I, I thought that was like kind of the point though was the she sits she she literally says to them like sit down like listen to me guys like just just listen like she repeats the same thing over and over again like kind of in my mind that's like you're so shocked it's shocked like yeah yeah she's completely in shock that she like does not know what to do like a five second pause dude that is a that is nothing like i think that 
it adds well, no, it's just, to the tension it's just the way... of like him filming it. Like there has to be that pause there so that when yeah, they no, look I at each it. other, it's like, what is it? It just, just she didn't really seem that worried to me. I thought she was in shock, and that's why she was with the police. And instantly after they don't pick up, she's like, ah, fucking small town, piece of shit. Like, then she starts losing her mind. Like, it's gradual, dude. Like, it's like you just cut your hand off, and you're fucking like, it's squirting out. And then you try to pick up a glass, (laughs) and it's like, ah, I don't have a hand there. It's when fucking Thor loses his hammer in Ragnarok, and his fucking sister destroys it. And then he just arrives on the other planet and goes and reaches for the hammer and the camera like zooms in on him and he gets sad and everyone in the world (laughs) cries in that moment for him that was what it was like it kind of gangs up on you and you don't realize what's happening at first that's what i'm saying Catherine han looks good in it as well while she's doing it well i i will say i i will say that they i i would have to agree i think i think that it being too like the other thing that made it even creepier is that it's like these kids are also cut off like communication wise it's like w- they establish yeah, that they pretty much that. at the beginning of the movie yep, like they they say that when they get there they're kids they want to be on the computer and text people and stuff and there's no like not good service and no wi-fi because they're old grandparents no wi-fi no tv or anything either like i, I... think why, why bring a phone to your grandparents' house who you've never met and your mom doesn't even like? Mm-hmm. Why, would he, why do you need a phone? Well, see, I, I, I'm, I'm even, I'm even <laughs> wondering, too. To run the fuck home! <laughs> did you, what did you think of the, uh, what did you think of the explanations that the grandparents would give? For, because, remember, there was multiple sequences where, like, both grandparents were, like, What's you know? Remember that scene when like the the grandfather is talking with the 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 girl and like he's dressing up in the fucking tuxedo and he's like, "I'm going to the costume party." And then like the yeah, grandmother's yeah. like, "Was he getting ready to go to the costume party again?" Like he's crazy. Like they balance each yeah. other. Like they basically play yeah off each other. What did you think of some of those explanations? Dude, I thought they were pretty great. That one specifically, I thought was really funny. It was hilarious, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. He's like, oh, he's crazy. Like, yes, he is. Are. He's insane. He <laughs> like, murdered. He murdered he your grandparents. Little <laughs> <laughs> bit. they're in the basement. Uh, that I. Yeah, they're actually telling you pretty much what happens. Oh, yeah. they're crazy. Oh, he's crazy. Oh, she's crazy. It's like maybe they're both crazy and they're oh, not. Oh, she has sundowning. Mm-hmm. Sundowning. I like that Lawrence Arms side project. What did you? <laughs> so I, I personally, I'd have to say, I think when shit really hits the fan, with like the whole. Remember when they're like trying to play Yahtzee or whatever? Literally, isn't there literal shit that hits a fan in this movie? <laughs> the the sequence, the sequence <laughs> well, in like the bedroom. The sequence in the bedroom with the with the daughter and the grandmother was fucking creepy as shit. Like when the, yeah, I like how the camera just kept panning away. Like we're you're not even like really looking at anything; you're just looking away from her. Uh, I, think mind, was, I, I think it was. I think it was the same thing. What's that, Joey? You know, I think I would want to keep like my eyes on her. You know, instead of like keep can't keep panning the camera away. Like of course she's gonna move closer. It's fucking it was but i that's that's why i think it was like some of some of this i wonder how much of it was the direction well i mean i'm sure all of it was a direction of M. Night Shyamalan obviously but like 
if the kids were operating these cameras, which they most certainly were at least the majority of the time, we were, were led to believe at the very least. I'm wondering how much mm-hmm. of it was them, the kids doing shit on the fly where it's like, no, we're just going to keep that. That looks good. It's almost more organic than like, you know, him literally talking into an earpiece or whomever being like, okay, now you need to hold the camera like this and twist it like this, you know, like. So I'm, I'm yeah. wondering how much of that was like the kids. Like you said, Joey, it's like, why would you keep panning away from it? But it also like yeah. it's almost cr- as the viewer, it's like that's fucking weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. like disorienting. Like it's yeah, awesome. it is disorienting. Yes, that's the word. Uh, do you actually want to know how much of it was then? <laughs> do you know that information? I don't exactly, but I saw something that I did notice in the movie that somebody wrote on like a like trivia for the film. But um, you remember the scene where the grandma's just kind of sitting in the chair, like laughing, yes, out loud, of like course. hysterically, of course. and then just stops and is just like, "You you got to laugh to keep the bad things away, Channing, <laughs> or so- something yeah. fucking random." Yeah. Like that's what I'm. Just- I, actually, I have it written down. I'll, I'll say the quote. Okay. Uh. There's no awe. Uh, uh, you have to laugh to keep the darkies in the cave. So yeah. crazy, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's me just being like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, old hag? What are you?" Okay. <laughs> so anyway, when there's when the, when like uh, it's it's the girl like Becca, I think is the character's name. She's coming from like another room, mm-hmm. hearing the laughter, and slowly like comes up behind the grandma, and you, there's like a mirror or a picture frame or something with a reflection where you can kind of see uh, like another person operating the camera at that point in time and then and then she like kind of comes up after the camera so then she's like in the mirror or whatever and bashes the mirror or whatever no this is the other scene that i was talking about this is the scene where she i i know i know what you're talking about rocking chair yeah oh oh shit i'm still back i for some reason i went back to the other one she was well, away. She's got like, room. doesn't well, she have like, like forward? You went to like the end of the movie pretty right. quickly. Yeah, so we, were, we, already, we already talked about that, but you know whatever. Did I, did go through what you're saying? Didn't I she have like right. a bonnet on or something <laughs> in the chair? Yeah, like, she was, shawl like, or something. Yes, or a scarf. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she that's... ended up choking or or yeah, the, yeah. Yes. Yes. After that, she goes out to the grandpa or whatever. Yep. Right, yeah. I, I was just trying to say that was one of the times I saw like a camera flub where it was not the kids, basically, since you were talking about that for a second. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, that, that particular scene, Joey, with towards the end with like the mirror and whatever, I don't, I mean, that's like a, one of the times it, it was definitely her. Yeah, yeah no, it that's, has, why I was, you know? that's why I was confused. That made, yeah, you're right. <laughs> nah, dude, you you saw it correctly. Your eyes are working, I think. Your glasses. Yeah, you're my blind. brain just doesn't work. The brain is the thing. Yeah, uh, the brain. brain. Yeah, no. Gotta get that thing working. I just uh, when I was just looking shit up, some facts and junk afterwards, I saw that as one of like the little things because I just kept reading because there was a good amount of them. Like this is a more well-known like you know studio film by mm-hmm. Shyamalan, so there's a lot more stuff to find out as opposed to like some of the other films we've covered that are like older or independent you know style stuff mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of good little things like that and uh 
that was just one of there was another moment too where somebody says something when they're outside near the barn it's like the the kid like I th- or maybe it's even when she's chasing him under the house they like jump out but like the camera kind of like fought like falls in front of them and it just like it was like there was a second delay like the camera goes and then the kid does but like mm. it moves with him not like he tossed it on the ground and it was kind of just like that uh, that's not how physics worked and th- okay all right uh right, right i don't know i don't remember exactly but it's like there's definitely what you're thinking there's moments in it where it's totally not them controlling the camera like they had whoever you know the da mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm one one thing I made a note of, and I really thought this was hilarious because part of me wonders how much M. Night Shyamalan like put his own opinions in there. Like for example, remember when the the daughter's um, Becca or whatever, she's like explaining like I hate sappy movies or whatever. She's like you know yep. she said the so that I'm wondering is like is that M. Night Shyamalan just basically be like dude fuck sappy movies. Because it's like Unbreakable isn't necessarily sappy, right? It's a pretty serious, like it deals with some serious stuff, you know, glass, serious stuff. Anyway, the yeah. other the other thing that I found absolutely hilarious is I think he also is telling us that everyone thinks that they're an actor because multiple times remember like what are you guys you guys filming a movie i used to be an actor myself like both the dude on yes. the train and the, yeah, the three times dude whole i did that was still every time i see it, i'm like that's fucking funny because you know people do that, that. Was, yeah and i'm just thinking of like not like i was an actor but like i did musicals and things that involved acting and it that's not what anybody does if you've actually acted you're not just like oh I used to do an actor. Here's a seat. Full score and seven years. Ahem. Like, nobody fucking does that. That, is, that was that was so out of left field, but like very very funny. I, that is a nice little undertone there that that you're picking up that I would not have had the brain capacity to think about. So that was really that's funny. Yeah. That's um. I just gotta do. I gotta kick out of that. I'm like because I, I you know, is he kickable? That's what I'm trying to think. You know, like is that him? I, again, I'm probably overthinking well, this, but dude, it's like as as far as I know, M. Night he is the one guy that writes his scripts. Like he doesn't, he's well known for not having anyone else's input. Like an early John Hughes movie, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's all him. There's not like in this day and age, especially, there's not like multiple people overseeing or doing rewrites or anything. Like at least when it comes to getting credited, look up this movie and all these other ones. He's the only writing credit. Like interesting. So you know the only way what you're saying is really possible is it's like complete like third fourth party somehow. Somebody tells him as he's writing the movie, and maybe that subsequently ends up like making it in because it's happened in real life, or he thought, oh, like that's cheeky. I'm gonna do something based on this idea. You know, based on true event mm-hmm. type of a uh, fucking shit. I don't know. I was watching like that war movie 1917 with my buddy Pete the other day, and it was it was like that. Like that's a story or a bunch of stories that a guy in the war like experienced, kind of or heard from other soldiers, and he took it home and told his kids. And Sam Mendes wrote like a historical fiction movie about it. You mm-hmm. know, it's a. Uh, it might be. It might be based on. I don't know. Like. It's if especially if it's him, like imagine being at a party 
with your bro, like your M night in this situation, straight out of India. You're like, you're the coolest. <laughs> straight out of Bombay. And, yeah, and you're and you're his boy, and you go up to them some Joe Schmo poopity do at a party, and they're just like. Oh, what's up, Derek? Who's your friend? And he's like, yo, this is my buddy M. Knight. He's a big-time director. And the people are like, whoa, you're a director? <laughs> I used to be a bit of an actor myself. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm <laughs> and saying. He's, and, and he's like, motherfucker, I can't go anywhere. Like, this is in 97 when, like, he hasn't even done anything yet. And people are already like, let me straighten my tie and furrow my brow. What's yeah, that? just look real big real quick. Thank you. That's got to suck. Well, like be I, him. I mean, not in any other sense of the word. He's cool. He does good movies and stuff. It'd be awesome to be him. Meeting people like that when you're famous and well known. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What did each you of know, you guys? I'm a bit of a vocalist myself. I've met <laughs> nice. some people at our live stream. <laughs> did uh? So did each of you? Do you remember liking, disliking, or not having an opinion after you had seen this for the first time? Because I'm curious. Like, I know that this is. I've talked to a few people about this movie, and it's kind of yeah. everyone. It's it's like mixed. It's like yeah, that was that was creative and that was cool. And then some people are like, I don't, I didn't really like it. Like, so I'm wondering, like, w- when you guys first saw this, whenever it was, was this? Do you guys remember liking it, or was it kind of like that was not a good in- installation for this? you know highly critically That's acclaimed cool. director i i didn't like it at first to be honest with you and i didn't like it the second time i watched it but the <laughs> third time the third time like the last Whoa! time i watched it the third was time like, <laughs> i kind of i'm kind of starting to like it you know it's because i like classic com- joey i like the comical parts that are like you know the more you watch it you start to notice more things and it just becomes funnier you know what i mean like yes, the, like just like when uh like oh when the grandfather's like, I hear you don't like germs, and then yes. like, sticks it right in his face, Dude. like oh that was fucking disgusting. But the, like, the, the face. It, but then I was like, <laughs> I, I'm expecting it. That's gonna be fucking hilarious, you know. Well, it's like a yeah a, a good example of like the un like with the humor thing too. It's like, do you guys you both freshly watched it, so you should know exactly what I'm talking about. It's basically the moment when it is accepted that that the kids now know that they're not their grandparents remember when they're sitting around playing yahtzee yeah and they're like, playing yahtzee so th- there's that moment Nolan bradley there's that moment where it, yeah exactly <laughs> there's that moment where it's like basically the grandfather starts doing something and the grandmother's like shoveling cookies into her face and it's just like oh yeah because he like shit his pants or whatever yes and she's like, <laughs> dude that that so there's whole, a, there's... hilarious hilarious There's a point where like uh like right before or right after they come in and they're cleaning the oven or something around there the the you hear like a clock ring or something and i i don't know if you hear the amount of times but that was like the cue to me that it was like nine o'clock and the yeah. like and that soon they were gonna start getting wee woo mm-hmm. and i yep. think that was what happened during yahtzee is the grandpa then Poopy. comes back over and is like it's already a few quarters past nine. To, I gotta get your grandma in her room. Like, ah, mm. uh, I know what's gonna happen. Oh, grand, oh, pop, pop, you don't fool me. Like, you guys are <laughs> fucked, fucked in the head. So crazy. And yeah, I definitely like. I I liked it. I did like it. I would recommend it to some friends and people that are into that stuff. But um, 
it was like at first, definitely the first half an hour or so, I was thinking like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I'm watching something like this. <laughs> that's and, that that was that's it, mainly it, what it is. It I'm isn't just, good until like the second half of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It really it really uh it's turned a sl- me. It's a slow burn. It's yeah. not it's not the slowest burn though. Like, no. It's Ninety no, minutes. No. Like people listening to us, you should have watched it because we tell you to. That's what we do. But like, it's the I big old spoiler alert on every episode. Yeah. You dinguses listening, you should have known this by now. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just think like, I, I, I don't, uh, I can't think of like what the expression is right now. Looking like a big dumb idiot on the air. This is the radio. Uh, it's like the end. I was pleased by the ending, like the outcome, essentially. It just made me like, ah, fuck. When shit starts going wrong, I'm like, if these kids fucking die, this movie is going to be so shitty. Like, mm-hmm. my God, that is just dark. Nobody dies in it, but the kids are going to get killed by these psycho grandparents, whatever. And then that ends up not happening, basically. I was definitely like, yes, way to go. Woo, yeah, kids, little kids. Kid with the already kids receding it. hairline at 10 years old. like <laughs> That poor man. <laughs> little, like, Peter Billingsley-type fucking little Ralphie motherfucker. Uh, Basically, though, I liked it. I recommended it. I didn't see it in theaters, so I did not know much about it. Kind of avoided it knowing the previous three movies M. Night did and how they were hot garbage. Yeah. So, or besides like Glass, like, uh, you know, the Airbender movie and The Happening. Dude, what about what about Lady in the Water? Yeah, that's even before those. I know. And I was like, oh, yeah, Paul Giamatti. Why wouldn't I watch yeah. this? Oh, my God. Why do people talk about Dude, the happening? Anywho, the happening was trash. Well, the happening, Dude, the I think have, everybody knows the happening should not have been happening. Trash. It wasn't. That was the thing. <laughs> it just, I think we all like were duped into happening. We were duped into thinking that that was going to be good. And like I feel like in 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 theory, the idea of how it was pitched to us People are just throwing themselves off buildings. It's like that's awesome concept, yes. but then it's like it the plants, cool. the plants in the it's air. The it's like get the fuck out of here with the f- Bill meme, Nye the Science Guy like, motherfucker. Get the get the fuck the out of fucking, here. Fucking yeah. First of all, like Mark Wahlberg being a convincible like science scientist science teacher. Everyone's like, go fucking throw a ball in Southie, you fucking wanker. Like what are you fucking doing here? Jesus, go back to Boston. Funny. Like you. He's great, we'll cook but up not some burgers. <laughs> cook up some fucking burgers with the boys. Fucking cheat. Hang out with Bill Burr. I don't even know anymore. Boston. It's Mark Wahlberg, and that meme or gif of his face <laughs> is what the whole movie is. Is him just sitting there like, <clears throat> oh, so bad. It's Dude's so bad. hilarious. Love him in other films, but yeah, same with M Night. He's got other good ones. So, you know, since I didn't know this movie and, like, avoided it and was like, all right, if we're doing it for the podcast, I'll watch anything. I'll watch deep web gangbang porn. <laughs> I don't know. If that's what you guys want, I won't be picking it is what I'm saying. But when right. Joey suggests that, I'll be like, all right, guys, let's do it. So oh, thank God. So uh, you, uh, I said it now. <laughs> it's on tape now. You son put of it bitch. out there, yeah. It's Watergate. Here we go. I, uh, I, I I did a little poll myself of, like, one of the horror movie forums I'm in, and basically, less than 24 hours ago, posted, like, I watched watch this earlier, you know, mentioned how we're in a podcast, and maybe I could get viewers. I don't think that worked, but 
accepted a shameless self-promotion and said, like, I was skeptical at first of this movie, but enjoyed it as it went on. Eerily creepy at times in the film. You know, what did what did you think? I got, like, 340 likes on it. Or let's see, like, 250 likes, uh, 80 hearts, two laughy faces, and one caring person hugging a heart. I love that little emoji. That one's cute. And uh, and a lot of people commented like on it too, like seventy five, fucking con- or like something like that. But it was mostly people being like, "Yeah, it's good." Didn't expect like plot twist, classic M Night, and then also like a few being like, "It was pretty funny." Uh, it was it was creepy as fuck. Like there's lot of, lots of funny bits. Scared my kids. Nice. <laughs> like scrolling really quick. A good uh, gif of Seth Meyers saying, "Fantastic." like that one <laughs> Seth awesome. Myers is funny uh so it's basically all the opinions like we're adding to it the same uh there's a great gif of you have a problem with germs don't you and uh yeah it goes right in his face that's a good one i'm gonna find that one and send you guys that nice. everybody everybody look for that when someone calls you like a shithead or a shit face that's a perfect that's a good one gift to send back yeah that's a so, good yeah, one to have like, in the arsenal have it in the bank yeah like funny funny uh creep creepy uh didn't ex- didn't expect it uh you know slow not good at at the start yada yada ding dong freaked me out blah 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 it's literally everything we just said i don't even know why i'm still going on it was a it was a good good survey it worked uh good choice i'd recommend it lou that's what i'm saying cool i got i got uh, you know i got I'll i got some dumb you. shit you do? You still recommend it? Good for you. Yeah, I still recommend it. Nice. Because that fourth time, we know you're going to like it because the third time yeah. is a charm for Joey. I'm telling you, yeah. dude. Joey, just like, you know, ro- twist yourself up something fucking dank. And oh, dude, that's how I've watched it every time. Get it's, all the bowls ready. It's it's just, just pack your bong and your bowl. It, I'll bring your steamer. Dude, the beauty back. of it, I I, <laughs> I I think you I think you hit the nail on the head pretty well though, Joey. Is like the more you the more you watch it you start picking up on these weird nuances where it's like, and I think part of it is the fact that it's like, as to the best of my knowledge, besides Catherine Hahn, it's like everyone's not really well known. And I could be wrong about that. Yes. So no, it's, you're, you're, yeah, I, I couldn't, mean, couldn't not that it matters. I didn't recognize anybody from it. Really. So that's the thing. Immediate. That's also where it's like it. So this is a fucked up concept. This whole movie's fucked up. It's weird. And it's like, to add to that, it's like, I don't know any of these people. I at all. So it's like, are these are they good actors? Are they not good actors? So you start picking up on some <laughs> of these things where it's yeah. like, this is a fucking insane movie. Like, what the could fuck? Joey have met these people at a horror con, or are they not at that at all? Exactly, exactly. I don't have anything else to say about this movie other than if you yes. haven't seen it, totally you should check it out because it's uh, it's yep. it's a wild Agreed. ride. It's a wild ride. Yeah, and if you listen to this without watching it, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's your loss. <laughs> we we didn't we didn't say complete. I don't know. Did we like? They should know though. We purposely try to not give away all the endings of the movies like we're doing, unless it's a big, huge, well-known film. And you know, we here at Indecisive Opinions have conflicting. I was trying to find like an like an anti antinet like a a synonym of indecisive opinions. It's not happening, but we have indecisive opinions, believe it or not, about things. Mm-hmm. So uh it's 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 um it's it's fun. Everything's fun. I don't know. 
I don't know what else. I, I recommend it. I recommend it. I do have a bunch of a bunch of games and facts. I think it's definitely funny that you say I didn't fucking know anybody, so I couldn't tell if this is supposed to be good or not. Like besides Catherine Hahn, of course, who's small character anyway throughout it. Uh, one thing I did mention was the pop pop. He uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched like the Netflix Daredevil or the Defenders. Those uh marvel shows i have not that's what daredevil it. is no. he, he he pops up as like one of the priests if you know like daredevil at all like yeah. catholicism kind of does revolve around like matt murdoch's character and like one of the main yeah. priests that he knew as a kid and then growing up was uh was the guy who played pop pop and oh, that was sure. just me being like oh, cool. yeah same i'm like watching it like I, I think i recognize this one fucking guy i don't know from what and then i and then i just looked it up was doing trying to figure shit out so you know couldn't do uh a fun like weird algorithm because i feel like katherine hahn's immediately gonna be the most popular person in it yeah um Katy perry mm. carrie underwood <laughs> sarah mclaughlin no, sarah mclaughlin he, he pulled out like an old one at some point and it was a it was amusing i uh shania Wade. oh bitches so i don't funny. know that was really fun um uh, I'll will give you some some of the fun shit that I found about it though, in case unless you guys have anything else you knew, behind the scenes, yada yada ding dongs. Nah, uh, I got nothing. Well, Lou saw it in theaters, assumingly not opening day, because that opening day was September 11th in 2015. Bum bum bum. <laughs> did not did not see it opening night. <laughs> <laughs> you were at a memoriam paying respects like a true New Yorker. We know it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, it was probably easy to see M Night's lowest budgeted studio feature film. Maybe not a positive of like, yeah, it's the lowest of them all, but it's a low budget. Like we mentioned, the documentary style. Mm. There's a, yeah. there's no yeah. big. Those those cameras that you rent, like they cost a lot of money, and nobody actually owns them besides most studios, unless maybe you're fucking like John Favreau or Spielberg. I'm assuming they do. So, yes, yeah, James, yeah, Jimmy C for yes. sure, Aquaman. He he totally does. It's those type of guys. If they do, they've been doing this for thirty years, and they got their own from like the seventies, or they just have ten thousand trillion dollars, and so they get them. So obviously yep. none none of that in this. Limited lighting and crew, possibly as well. But uh, the budget was five million when he did it for his lowest. Five million is pretty fucking low. And dude, like, do you think you can guess the drop off of how much this movie made? Because I don't think you guys could. Not even like trivia game. Just like, how much do you think if it was five million? We know it made a fuck ton. Uh, what is a metric fuck ton? <laughs> I mean, if, so they it probably made what like fifty. More. hundred. Double ninety eight point four million. Jesus Christ. Worldwide. Dude. Like a good like seventy something probably just in the US. And then you got Canada and the big fans back home in India probably. I don't know where else. Australia, you know. That's worldwide. Crazy. Worldwide I get that. Dude, that's that's insane. That is, that's times eighteen. I've or my math is just awful. That's times like fifty. <laughs> Of your budget, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty impressive that it, that he was able to accomplish that. I mean, th 
I feel like most stu- most studios are just like, yeah, if we double our money, we're we're happy with that because we didn't lose money. And in this case, it's like, dude, you tr- eight times eighteen or whatever, like that's insane. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's five million budget. So your net gain in ninety eight point four, you know, is like ninety two million. Damn. That's like th- that. That's pretty ideal. And still, we have Avengers movies that are like, <coughs> we're going to make seven hundred million dollars, and probably oh, made more than that. I, don't even, <laughs> I gave them too much of my money, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, it's 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 M Night. It's low budget. Good for him. The dude crushes it. Uh, one of my one of my favorite like little things actually is. You you know, like I was saying, M. Night writes 100% of his scripts. He probably doesn't have any other input. He wrote those raps the, oh, no the fucking shit. little kid is doing. Guaranteed, because I know this and loved finding this out when I double-checked on it because I was like, this has to be it. For some reason, you know, I'm just watching movies as I do, and, like, Lethal Weapon comes on, and I'm just like, haven't seen this in a while. Actually a good film. I like buddy cop movies. Gonna watch it. The second Lethal Weapon came on, and I was like, I don't have a lot of time, but fuck, I should probably watch this. Fucking Danny Glover on a toilet with a bomb. This It's just classic. <laughs> so in the rap, in the credits, he says something like he survived like a Lethal Weapon, rent, like Mel Gibson in a Lethal Weapon, weapon Rental or something is like the rhyme mm-hmm. that uh, he says at the end there. I know for a fact in the second you guys seen the second lethal weapon by chance of course uh, many yeah. moons i know like yeah the first two especially great movies i love when joe pesci pops up who doesn't love joe pesci but um there's the point where they're the the dudes in the big company or whatever are coming to like kill everyone and when they try to get to Riggs and he's at his little beach house with, with sam the beautiful lassie type puppy and he's banging the chick eventually finds out the chick was killed when he goes like on that rampage and just comes out, he smashes a dude's head in the door, just like the character Tyler smashes Pop Pop's head with the refrigerator door. And like, oh, yeah, and I know that's like some like fucking Jason Voorhees vibes right there. Like that's totally a kill in the Friday the Thirteenth game. <laughs> but yeah. like, but I, but like, come on, it's Mel Gibson. He's worked with M Night. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows the Lethal Weapon movies, like, and I'm watching this, like, before I watched uh, The Visit, and I just thought it was really funny because he's just, like, untethered in his rage and bashes the dude's head like fucking Kingpin and Daredevil, which you guys just mentioned you've never seen, so I don't know why I'm saying it, but I was like, hey, that's great, and that's a good little reference. And when I looked it up, it was like, yep, Gibson's character killed a bad guy the same way with the door slam in Lethal Weapon 2, 1989. <laughs> There's a car door instead of a refrigerator door, though. And I was just like, yeah, it's close to fucking enough, motherfucker. The door. Uh, it's a door. It's a door. It swings. It's, it goes both ways. But uh, I, I like that. There's not even too many other big things. Like uh, the original title was going to be Sundowning, apparently. That was in the works. Oh, no shit. That, uh, Interesting. Yeah, that, that makes sense. At a point in time, you know, working title or something. Working title that didn't stick. We know all too well about working titles. As mm-hmm. it shouldn't. I know. That's what I mean. We're very well versed in that world. So I'm 
a lot of just M Night stuff. Like somebody he was talking to some said something based on like what was on Twitter that he prepared three different cuts of the film. One that was pure comedy, one that was pure horror, and then the obvious final one we get, which is falls somewhere in between both. I'd say I would like to see those other two, no matter what. M Knight, get at me, lurkingclassofficial at gmail.com. Uh, I will watch both of those. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I think that sounds pretty fun. Uh, he's got enough time on his hands for sure. And he also... Uh, he also budgeted or self-produced this as like this is his passion project by doing the science fiction adventure movie After Earth, which is one of those ones we were talking about where it's not good. And he basically had to do that as like a higher director move. Mm-hmm. And so he used the money he made from that to do this five million. I'm sure it's nothing. And in his own words, he says this was an attempt to regain artistic control. And mm. that is because recent movies, he's been denied final cut and they would even take him away from doing anything in post-production. So let's just say that movie after earth, probably last airbender, maybe even something else in a big studio. Like he, he basically got fucked and that's why those movies got bad reviews or sucked in general. Fuck the reviews. They just sucked, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's the yeah that is a lot hearing that like that sucks dude like James Cameron will not do your movie if you deny him final cut <laughs> right hmm. he made the abyss all shitty by himself right Lou yes he did I would I would yeah I would agree with that <laughs> that was all him <laughs> <laughs> only him sir and yeah that's a that's that's about it. That's the most that's the most interesting stuff I could find. Let's that's pretty uh, cool. Let's fuck you guys around with a with a trivia game or two. Let's do it. <clears throat> Who wants to have a blasty blast? I got um I got the taglines game, which we can do since you guys were tied. Cause that's real quick. Do you guys wanna wanna do some taglines? See if you can guess the few that if there's any for this movie. Yeah, let's do it. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure what I have listed is Lou went first the last time when you guys were tied. So even though it doesn't make a difference, really, you're going to go first, Joey. Okay, man. I have them all listed out, so I can't – I can't – I won't know who's going to get each one. But this one, is it a tagline for the movie The Visit, Is says, May the silence be broken. Um, for this movie, yes or no? No. Hmm. That is correct. Ooh, all right. So good. Nice. Lou, are you ready for yours? I am. All right. This tagline, possibly for the visit, is the first sign you can't explain, the second you can't ignore. And the third sign you won't believe. Oh boy. Um mm. yeah, it's a long tagline. Yeah. Uh no, I don't think this is. I don't think it is. You would be correct because that is for the movie Signs by <laughs> a nice sh- millionaire. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. All right, Joey. 
your turn. Radical. This one, possibly for the movie, is it's not like they didn't warn us. Um, I'm going to say no. You're going to say no. I'm going to say no. No is correct. You're so good. Yes. All right. All right, Lewis, are you ready for another? Yes. This possible existing tagline for this movie is no reception, no blood connection. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is actually not. Oh, no oh. shit. That was actually, that. that's it, a pretty good one. That is one that sounds about right. It is for that movie Frozen, I'm pretty sure. Not the Disney movie. Mm. Um, but it's no... I, I kind of just looked up some at some point, so I actually, <laughs> actually never saw that movie. I think that's the one. It's not for those movies, what I can tell you. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right, Joey, your turn. This possible tagline for the movie The Visit is, Evil takes on many forms. You're going to say no? Okay, that is correct. That is not for this one. Um, That one is Split, also a movie by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, thank you. All right. Yeah, Lou, let's see if you can get this one, all right? Mm -hmm. Now, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> That's not it. Don't hurt yourself answering it. The tagline is, Grandma's Rules, number one. Have a great time. Number two, eat as much as you want. Number three, don't leave your room after 9.30 p.m. Oh, yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's the one. Yeah, that, that's definitely, definitely. That, that's the one that is. You got that one right. Dude, I, I don't think so. You don't <laughs> think so? That's the I one that, that so. that's the one that's on the main, like, uh, the little stitched poster or whatever, like, that stuff's called. The movie yeah, poster for yeah, it? Yeah, uh, yeah, like the crochet-looking oh, nice. like thing. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, But, Joey, I got another one still for you. Ooh, all right. This tagline for the movie could be this. No one loves you like your grandparents. Um, I'm going to say yes. You're going to say yes? Yeah. All right. All right. That 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 makes it. That one is the only other tagline for this film. You're correct. Nice. Whoa. So so I I had I had one more, but since since Joey got that score ahead, Lou can't get him. That was hard, dude. We did like Bad Taste. I don't know when people are listening to this, but we did the movie Bad Taste, and there was like six taglines for that one. So like every other one was like yes, and it was like yeah, it is. I know. There's a lot of taglines, guys. <laughs> And cool. uh, and 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 this is our this is our groundbreaking episode of indecisive opinions. Hey, my name's Lou. I play with the lurking class. You just heard me talk for an exorbitant amount of time about a movie. Check us out next week. We are doing Fear, Inc. It's going to be amazing. Don't forget, check us out on Instagram. 
Give us a like. Follow all your, you know, lurking class-related items. You can also give us a listen on Spotify. You can give us a listen on Apple Music. And more importantly, Bandcamp. So be sure to check us out. Fear Inc. is up next. We talk movies. We are lurking class. We slay rock and roll. <laughs>